again to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network on YouTube with your host, John Legazy. That's Big Johnny Stud to my boys. Coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. Coming out the chair, as always. We got spring training games. We got GIFs. We got memes. We got Twitter videos. And we got baseball games right around the corner. We got a ton of work to do and just a little time to do it. If you like what we're doing here, please hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Definitely check out the Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets playlist. We've been putting videos out twice a week throughout this entire lockout ordeal, getting you ready for the upcoming 2022 fantasy baseball season and then the betting season. I cannot wait. If you're unfamiliar to our work, welcome aboard. You can check me out on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages. That's at MLB Moving AVG. Hit us up with any kind of feedback. We even take requests, and that's what we're doing here today. Someone asked for an advanced breakdown on Cleveland Guardian slugger Fran Mill Reyes. And that's exactly what we're going to do. You come here for the nuance and the context. We're going to take a look back at last year. I like to divvy up stats into baskets. We'll look at surface stats, discipline, elevation, and batted ball quality. I'm going to show you some rolling charts. which we'll see if we could pick up on some trends. We'll bust out the projections and then come up with what we think we're going to get from Reyes next year. As always, we begin with the tail of the tape. Check it out. Going out ADP 120. You do see the UT only. Now, I don't necessarily ding players for that, but it is something you have to keep in mind. Those are your surface stats up from last year. He had an oblique injury. Lost pretty good piece of the season. That's why he topped out at 456 PAs. 254 average. He is up and down with the average. He hits the ball hard, but he is kind of slow. 57 runs, 85 ribbies, 30 bombs, and four steals. That four steals, not nothing. You want to get some kind of contributions, especially in Roto. Importantly, you could forget about four steals. Nobody cares. You'd be more worried about the OBP. Framer was at 324 last year. Not great because the walk rate is just good, but not great because the K rate is really bad at 32%. The chase rate is not necessarily terrible, which is good. That number is at 30%, but his in-zone contact rate is well below 80%. That's like the bottom of the barrel. He puts the ball on the ground way too much. 46% ground balls, only 36% fly ball, which really is a problem for, you know, power hitters. We want the ball to be lifted if we want to get it out, though we know Reyes has a tremendous amount of power. We see that basically across the board. Big ex-Wolva, big hard hit rates. We're going to get into that stuff in a little more detail in just a little bit. But so we know that we've got the power there, but we know the strikeouts are an issue. I don't like to just quote strikeout rates. I don't think that's enough, and especially when it comes to disciplinary metrics, which are more at least in the control of the hitter than something like a batted ball event. We want to be looking at rolling charts. It's going to give us a much better idea of the trend and how it's moving. For the audio-only listeners, there is also a podcast version. Feel free, rate, review, and subscribe over there as well. I know a lot of people like to knock this stuff down in their commute to work, which is fine. I'll try and talk you through it, but I do have to recommend that you at least get over to YouTube and maybe grab a screenshot because this really will help you advance your game. So on the left-hand side, we have Fran Mill Reyes' 40-game rolling strikeout percentage, and you see the move up. It's really hard to deny and there's really a lesson to be learned here about using rolling charts or charts in general. It gives you an idea. Think of a stock chart. Nothing always moves up or always moves down. If you're seeing higher highs and higher lows, that's an indication of a bullish move. In our case, more Ks is bad, but it's still a bull channel, which is a bad thing. So it's not just that the Ks are high. 
the trend is moving in the wrong direction, and I won't even leave it there. On the right-hand side, you see Fred Mills' swing profile. What do you notice about the swing profile? He swings up in the zone, and in particular, he swings up and out of the zone. Now, this was important to keep in mind that I mentioned the chase rate overall was low. If his swing rate is high out of the zone in a particular spot, what does that mean? He only chases there. So that's why context and nuance is so important. The devil always in the details, right? Overall chase rate low, chase rate in that one spot up above the zone. You can see very clearly on the chart is high. Now we gotta keep digging. What you have here on the left is Fran Mills Woba by location anywhere. I don't even want to just say in the zone because you can see them spread out everywhere, all over. And on the right-hand side are his home runs last year. 30 bombs, not nothing. What do we notice specifically? If we look where his damage is done, it's over the heart of the plate, maybe leaning a bit towards the inside. Where is damage not being done? Up in the zone or up out of the zone? Where are the home runs being hit? Heart of the plate. Where are home runs not being hit? Top of the zone, out of top of the zone. Why does this matter? Because that's where he's chasing. This is a major hole for Fran Mill Reyes. I had never really dug in this deep. This is extremely worrisome for me. We know the Ks are an issue, but they're trending wrong, and he has a major hole in his swing where pitchers are attacking him. So that is a major, major issue, and it's not something I expect to correct without, I don't know, a change of bat or even a change of of approach. He's going to have to get up in the zone. Normally that has to do with quickness. Now, when he does get the bat on the ball, what you see here is a custom chart. I like to put together of a player's power basket, but up against the league average to give you an idea of that separation from the average and maybe how hard they might be to replace. Again, for the audio only listeners, we've got hard hit rate and also savant hard hit rate, which is a raw metric of 95 miles an hour. Barrel rate, blast rate. If you're unfamiliar, blast rate is the ideal subset of barrels, then dynamic hard hit rate, which is really the best version of hard hit rate because it includes launch angle and then home run to fly ball and Framo races numbers popping off the page 49% hard hit rate. His bow rate at 17 is more than double the league average. His blast rate through the roof, dynamic hard hit rate through the roof. In fact, that dynamic hard hit rate is fifth overall in the major leagues. Really just incredible stuff. He has been awesome. Want to move on to the projections and see maybe if the people smarter than me are seeing what I see. You know, I'm a bit worried. I think the strikeouts will suppress the batting average. He also puts the ball on the ground quite a bit. He's been putting it in the air more, which on one hand would lead to more home runs, but on the other hand would lead to a lower batting average. And I think that's what we see in the projections. Bat X projections are the ones that I generally like to use, designed by Derek Hardy, who's very smart. And he uses StatCast to build hitter profiles in his projection, which I think is the most effective way to do that. So let's take a look at these projections. Fran Mill, 144 games, 590 plate appearances, which really, you know, sounds about fine. He's expecting him to play all the time. If he's healthy, he will play more than that because he's DH only. The batting average, 256. Again, not near those spike years we saw before. So I think I'm in line there. 78 runs, 92 ribbies, 35 homers, and two steals. 
Yeah, I gotta say, this seems to make a lot of sense to me. The problem here is even though you see up top H43, that what I would normally put to position, but since he doesn't have a position and we generally don't rate utility only, right? That's part of the difficulty, part of the challenge of drafting the UT only guy. So Reyes is set to return hitter 43. And he's going much later. So there is a place for him because the batting average won't kill you. However, that being said, I would rather pass on Fran Mill in Roto Leagues, I think. There's a batting average floor here that's a bit lower than the 250. We've had a major oblique injury, which though he did come back and was productive, oblique injuries are recurring, let's say, or often reoccur. So that's something we have to keep in the front of our mind, and we know you're, you're losing two months almost at a minimum. Anytime the oblique goes, we know this guy's swinging out of his shoes, which doesn't lend well for that injury. So I am a bit worried about the injury. I don't like the lack of flexibility. I'm not crazy about the batting average. So I think of all the kind of breakdowns I've done where they usually end up being players that I love because they're guys I've had circled. Reyes, I, I think you can get a profit here. So I don't think you should scratch it off. But I think the way that he blocks you without the average and even the runs might be a bit high. Like you could easily see his runs being a little bit lower, closer to like the high 60s or even the low 70s, which would take, you know, the whole value down with him. And then again, if you start dropping the BA, that takes the value also, which if he's more like a $14 player or a $13 player, that probably puts him more on par with his ADP, which then makes the position eligibility kind of scratch it more for me. So again, I I don't want to tell you what to do. I just kind of want to lay out my own process. I pull back the curtain after showing you all my work and how I apply these things. So, you know, I am in line with the projections a bit, And I do think he returns, but I think he falls because of the UT. So, you know, I think there's some value there. I think there's some profit to be had from Reyes, but I'm certainly not over the moon from him. And I think maybe I have fallen into, you know, those Twitter videos and GIFs that I've mentioned before. If the only exposure you get to Reyes, you know, the Guardians are not heavily televised, or to Twitter, all you do is see Fran Mill hitting balls to bounce off the moon. So... In conclusion, again, I think this profit there, and I think that's the most important thing, avoiding players that are going to be a negative return. He's a fantastic hitter, and he's going to play every single day, and they're not particularly good, so he should be in the top third of the lineup. So all those things in combination have to keep Fran Mill on your draftable list. But again, in road toe leagues, rotisserie leagues, and particularly in 15-team leagues where... Depth really matters and position eligibility really matters. I mean, look, we're losing players every single day. Clogging up the UT spot can be really difficult. Now, you make the exception for Shohei Otani, but that, you know, basket of categories is a bit more unique, especially when you consider the pitching. A guy like Reyes, who, you know, 255, 35 home runs, 70 and 90 is nice at the price. But it's not crazy. And right around there, he's now moved up a little bit, probably after my video, you know, smart people are watching. But give me Hunter Renfro over the Fred Morais probably every day of the week. I think it's similar, but I think Renfro has an improving profile, which I lay out, which is, again, in that playlist that I mentioned before. So 
Definitely get with Reyes in point leagues. I'm probably off of him in Roto, but he's definitely a player that I like in something like an underdog. You know, if you're doing one of these large-scale best ball tournaments, he's a perfect fit, right? If he's forgotten, he ends up in the outfield basket, so you get to count him with every other outfielder. He's falling, and I found myself drafting Reyes there. So I think that's a good way to kind of look at players a lot of times, right? If they're not you know, circle everywhere and draft everywhere, and they're not leave off anywhere. I like to get you to a spot where you understand how and why to draft these players. So I think that'll do it for us here at Cork Stats and the Mayo Union Network. Please, you know, hit the like button and definitely subscribe. Keep an eye on the channel. We're going to keep it hot and heavy, 115 off the crack of the bat, doing what we do, me, you, and the Cork Stats crew. All right, everyone, I'll catch you on the flip side. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, man. Peace. 